When the snows fall and the white winds blow, the lone wolf dies and the pack survives. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's dusty in here. It's been a minute. Welcome back to Beyond the Red Waste. Hi. <laughs> it has been over a year, I want to say, <laughs> since we recorded. Uh, probably, because uh, it normally comes out in May. I think April. April. Yeah, so, last year Yeah, it would have been April. done by now. Yeah, it would have been done right around, uh, yeah, this weekend might have even been when the Winds of Winter aired. Right. That wondrous episode. <laughs> but yeah, so I know that we said that we were going to do a bunch of shit. We ended up not doing it because we're lazy assholes. So hopefully you guys aren't like stunned by something coming back on the feed. Holy shit. If you even do still follow us. I know a few people do. Had like one person be like, you guys are doing that again, right? <laughs> like, well, yes, yes, we are. So here we are. Uh... Season 7 premieres in a week from uh, today, as mm -hmm. of uh, uh, recording, and we've got some thoughts, some theories, and we figured we would uh, fly in with those before the season proper started. Mostly because it's only seven episodes this time, so right, we're not going to have uh, as much content as much, right, exactly. This time. Uh, Though if this is the second to last season, I do think we should probably do a rewatch building up to the last season. We'll see if we can do it. It's a lot of television to watch. Over the course of a year? And fuck that last season might not have come up until like 2019, if that rumor is true. Yeah, maybe. Which is insane. Annoying. Me. Yeah. Is what it is. What, what are we doing, guys? Like, so, but we'll see. We'll, we won't promise it yet. No, no, we won't. We won't. But... but we I might. mean, just for myself, I may want to go through and just do a yeah a grand rewatch. Let's remind ourselves why we hate certain characters and love other ones. So how would you like to go about this, Bob? Shall we run down where our characters were uh, when we last left them? Sure. Why don't we start in King's Landing? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we saw uh, Queen Bitch of the Universe is sitting upon the Iron Throne. Yep. Uh, her and Jamie. And Tyrion are the last of the Lannister line. Correct. Because literally everybody else has either been blown up or crossbowed or just generally dead. Generally, yeah. Very dead. Yes. Dead. Uh, yeah, because the uncle was at... He was in... Uh, uncle Kevin was in the South. Yeah. And got blown up. Big time. Oh, that was such a great scene. Oh. Yeah, we've got the HBO now. Now I might have to uh, go back and rewatch that episode. It's just so fucking good. Um, so we've got uh, Cersei and Jamie are in King's Landing, and the mountain. Uh, the mountain, Zombie Mountain, is there as well. So is Quyburn. Yes, he's the new hand of the queen. I, I did enjoy at the very end of last season. They just stopped with the pretense that it could not be, and we're right. just like, no, no, no. Because in the books, Gregor. he's what? Sir Robert Strong or whatever? Yeah, but no. I appreciate that about the show, where it's just kind of like, no. No. Yeah, this is who this is. Let's not... And it's different than a book, because you really can... In a book, you can hide somebody's identity a little better. Right. Because you're not staring at the actor. But right. it's like, no, this dude is giant, and he's a, it, it's the fucking mountain. Right. Which, you know, that still gives hope. What if it's like the shortest fight of all time? I don't care. The King's Moot was the shortest thing of all time. But I still got my King's Moot. And it made me happy. King's Moot. King's Moot. King hat. King hat. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. So we've got uh, John as declared king in the north. Yep. Uh, kind of to uh, Sansa's chagrin. Mm -hmm. uh, Littlefinger is also up there. Yep. There's no way he survives this season. I mean, we can get into kind of theories and thoughts, but I can't say the name Littlefinger without being like, he's going to be so fucking dead. So dead. Uh, Sansa is up there. Sir Davos is uh, with Jon now. Uh-huh. Uh, we also have uh, Brienne and Tormund, the greatest uh, love story in all of... Like, one of them is so going to die this year, and it's going to be really upsetting. Um, and I love that... We can, we can talk about that more later, too. We're doing our rundown. 
Uh, the Red Woman is God only knows where. She was banished from the North after uh, Sir Davos finally figured out that she killed the shit out of uh, Princess Shireen. Arya is back in play in Westeros. Yep. She uh, murdered the shit out of uh, Lord Frey, which was outstanding. Yeah, because we don't know where she landed, but we know she got to the Riverlands. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't know where she is now. No. I mean, the uh, well, we'll talk about that when we're done with her rundown. Yep. Uh, Bran and Mira are heading for the wall. Yep. If, uh, they're not there already. They're quite close, if memory serves. Oh, I think... It ended with, um, because we did find out Cold Hands is Benjamin. Right. Um, because, again, the show. Right. Yeah. Yes. We state the obvious. Um, and I think he, we ended with him dropping them off. Within sight of the wall. Right. right? Because he couldn't go through it. Right. Because there's magic or whatever. Right. That so wall's th- coming down this season, isn't it? I hope so. Yeah. Uh, the Hound lives and is with the Brotherhood Without Banners. Yep. And, uh, what was that? Uh, Badric? Badric? The dude with the flaming sword. Bandarian. He had that amazing shot in the one trailer. With the flaming sword. Right, with the flaming sword. Right. Who else we got? Cersei is, uh, not Cersei. Danny is riding towards Westeros. Mm Mm-hmm. With Varys, uh... With uh, Tyrion, and we have um, Dorn and Highgarden are on her side, yep. and uh, Theon and Yara are with her as well. And we assume that Euron, uh, Uncle Euron, is heading towards uh, King's Landing to join up with Cersei. Yep. And Sam is at the Citadel. Right. And I'll be very interested to see how the Citadel kind of plays in well, he, to everything. I think that's our rundown, right? That's everybody. Okay, so let's we're start... Pro- I don't think we're missing anybody. No, we might think of it, but... So let's start with the Citadel. Sure. Because uh, at the end of the last book, um, the Cit- you know they really set up the Citadel. They did a lot of setting up with the Citadel and kind of the mystique around it, and the Citadel's hiding a lot of secrets... They didn't dive too much into that. You know, they basically just showed you, oh, here's the the Citadel. Right. And, you know, you get the shot where you see the astrolabe that is the intro. intro of the show. uh, Is there, which I saw something the other day that was like this big debate about, you know, what does that mean? Or is it just an Easter egg? I think it's just kind of like a clever thing that they're doing. That's kind of my thought on it. Although, there was a thought, though, that could kind of foreshadow that the Citadel survives and it ends up telling the story of what happened. Oh, that's kind of an interesting take. Yeah. Because I do think if, at the very, very end, you do almost have to do, like, a jump forward. Right. Right? To kind of, like... Turns out, they've been on Earth the whole time. Oh my god, (laughs) I was wrong. It was Earth. All along, you finally made a monkey. Yes, we finally made a monkey. Okay, sorry. And then two Cylons come out of nowhere. And I love you, Dr. Zeus. Oh, shit. We just established here that there is a great shared universe between... Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes, Game of Thrones, and Battlestar, and Battlestar Galactica. Holy shit. We're cracking it right open for you guys. <laughs> Not even ten minutes in, and we're cracking it open for you. <laughs> no, I think that could be. That's an interesting way of look, yeah. looking at it. Personally, I just think it's kind of. It's probably just an Easter egg. Right. We made this cool thing, and we're just gonna kind of use it here. Yeah. So. It would be interesting if it pans out to be more, but it's not like, oh no, this is hard evidence. No. Well, and Sam being at the Citadel, I ultimately think he's gonna find something. Well, one of the theories is that there's a White Walker at the Citadel that they study on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sam is going to have to kill it, which is the whole reason he needed to stop and steal his father's sword. Um, so they'll know that. But they already kind of know that the Valerian steel works against the White Walkers. Right. Because John killed one with. What's it? It's not called Bear Claw, is it? It's not called Bear Claw. It might have been. Is it Bear Claw? It might have been. That's kind of a dumb name for a soul. But whatever. <laughs> but no, it can't be called. It's called something cooler than Bear Claw. Oh. Santa's house is not Bear Claw. 
I never liked bear claws that much. Really? Well, Canaris bear claws are... Yeah. The Orange Scum. <laughs> Many of those in my time working at uh, Pantera. Oh, that's going to bother me. I'm going to have to... Long claw? Is that maybe what it's called? Maybe. It's not bear claw. No. Bear claw is ridiculous. But no, I think Sam is going to either... Dis- he's going to discover something regarding how to fight against the White Walkers. Right. And bring that back to John. Right. Or, and like, how to make Valerian steel or some shit like that. Yeah. Just because... Which then will introduce the question of what, you know, what are the maesters hiding and what is, what's their kind of See, but they haven't angle. been built up that much in this show. No, they haven't, which is the weird thing. But because in, in the books, they're much more shady. I think in the show, though, they know who the viewers give a shit about. Yeah. You know? I don't care about the maesters, like, at all. Well, and they've only just come up in the books, really. Like, throughout, you know, throughout the course of the books, they've they've been there. They've been these subservient people. Right, and, right, right. Whatever. But, you know, in the last book, they kind of started to make it, oh, no, wait, there's something more here but it's not been touched on in the show well and And there's so little show left to go well and i think it hasn't been touched on in the show because what has he given in the books right like okay like maybe this does play a huge part of it but we're gonna go this way because we can't be bothered to finish a fucking book well and that's you know i think we kind of talked about this a little bit last night We, we you've got what 15 episode 14 13 episodes of the show left and there's so much to wrap up. Right. There's they're going to have to ignore a lot of things. Uh, See, or... but that's my problem with the books, and I don't want this to be a, a book heavy discussion. But he just started adding so many extra characters and so much extra just shit that it was just like I don't. Care. It didn't bother me that much. To me, I felt it was good world building, but it you know it's all you know. 90% of it's red herrings. And that's a little annoying. Well, and knowing that he's he's written himself into a corner and he's having a hard time writing himself out of it, it's kind of the metagame where you go back and you look at it and it's like, okay, well then why did you make it so fucking complicated? Right. So I. But as of now, I'm more invested in the show than I am in the books. I, oh, I'll yeah, read for them sure. when they come out, but I just, I can't be fucking bothered. Yeah, it's a... It's going... I think looking on it when all is said and done and and retrospective will be interesting because the show is so much more interesting than the books. And not from a, oh, books suck kind of thing. No, no. I mean, I fucking love to read. I just think you have these really compelling actors who have really embodied the characters and I'm just a lot more interested in what happens on the show. Well, and I think the showrunners have a much better take on what people find it. Interesting. Well, and they keep it s- relatively simple compared right. to the books, yeah. which I always appreciated. And his, I mean, he's got a, a, a good vision. It's just, like you said, it's so overcomplicated. And, uh, no, I'm not trying to shit on the books at all. I just think it's hard to look at them now from an objective point of view and be like, okay, well, why did you get into all of the weeds here when... Right. Now the whole reason that you're having a hard time writing this last book is figuring out this shit. Yeah. Well, and you gotta release books if in a series. Otherwise, people are gonna lose interest. Mm-hmm. And I think that was, uh, you know, I kind of tried to make that point last night, was when the show's over and The Winds of Winter still hasn't come out, you know, how many... You're gonna I lose mean, a lot your, of readership. You'll have your fantasy people who have been with the books from the beginning. Who will finish. And I think... But I think a lot of people who picked up the books because of the show... Oh, they probably won't care. No. I mean, I'll probably read... I mean, I still haven't read Dance of Dragons. I have a wiki of Ice and Fire, so... But I just got to a point where it was like, oh, none of the characters that I really like are in this book. Right. So... So it does... I'm really interested. It does beg a lot of questions, though, like what is going to happen at the Citadel? Because clearly the showrunners felt that it's important enough that they had to get you there and get Sam there and... You know, what's going to happen? 
but is there going to be any more that comes out of it besides Sam finds a piece of information that she's right, in that the battle? they can use to defeat the White Walkers. I personally don't think so. I think it's just going to be that simple. Yeah. You're maybe going to get one or two scenes there. It'll be almost like Dorne this year. Right. Where we maybe see oh, him right at the beginning. Dorn. And right at the end, and that's it. Because we have so much other shit we have to do. Right. And they've already said that last episode of this season is going to be like an hour and a half long. Yeah. We're going full feature on it. Because there's just so much to get through. Right. I don't... It seems weird that they put the seven episode constraint when well, you could have th- done eight. I think it's more of a budgetary thing. Could be, yeah. I think they want to be able to have the budget to show... You know how they've said in some seasons past, you can either do dragons or we can do direwolves? Can't do both. Can't do both. I think we're going to be getting... One, I think Nymeria is coming back. There's no way she isn't. We've seen the trailer where you've got uh, Arya in like the wilderness camping. And she kind of looks up. I think we're, we're going to get Nymeria back. I think. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and I just think that there's a lot more... There's going to be a lot of battles this year. So, like, just the budget... They couldn't swing it for 10 episodes. That makes so. sense. That makes sense. So we started talking about Dorne. Mm-hmm. And we know that Dorne... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But that Dorne and Highgarden are aligning with Danny. Right. So I think all we're going to get out of Dorne and Highgarden is just their armies join. Cannon fodder. Right. Yeah. Um, and we'll have Oleana around more because she's delightful. Yeah. And wants ultimate vengeance on Cersei for killing her beloved so granddaughter. So here's a question. Who ends up being the one to kill Cersei? Oof, you have so many so many options. Um, it could literally be anyone in Westeros. <laughs> well, because it, it's also, you've got that prophecy. Right, there's the prophecy. Yeah. Right, where it's the little brother. So really, it, 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 it points to either Tyrion... Or it points to Jamie, And in the books, I would say... And again, I don't really want this to be a book discussion. It points more towards it being Jamie. Because mm-hmm. one, I think he thinks he's a little more clever than he actually is. Right. And the shit that he's like, oh, well, nobody can crack this code. And it's like, nah, it's, this is clearly what's right. happening. And that's fine. But this is clearly what you're writing towards. Yeah. Uh, I think in the books, it makes more sense that it's Jamie. In the show, though, unless it's one, she's done heinous, heinous shit. So, but he had that speech in the last season. Well, that's, I mean, the character of Jamie has been very odd. And it's a very complex character in his motivations because, you know, on one hand, he's. Like you said, he's done some horrible things. But in the other hand, he has done things for the sake of the realm and for the sake of his family. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's okay with like horrible acts against individuals, but as a as a mass, he cares about the mass. Well, which is weird. I think it'll be interesting to see if Cersei starts down. Which she, I mean, you could argue that she already has that sort of Mad King. Kind of path. Right. Where, I mean... And she is indirectly responsible for Tommen being killed. For Tommen dying. And I think that... That could potentially be one of the final straws for Jamie. I mean, because where we're at now... I mean, he just walks in to see her crowned. So he knows Tommen's dead. Right? He doesn't know how or why yet. He doesn't really know what's happened. I would assume we probably get into that. You know. Well, and where where Cersei goes, or how smart she ends up being will be interesting. Because I've kind of always maintained that Cersei's actually a fairly stupid person. Um, I'm making a face as one right now. I know. And it's not because she's a woman. It's just oh, I think the character... I, think her, at, I, just, yeah. I disagree with you. I don't think that she's I, stupid. No, I think she is. I think she stupid, thinks but... she's cleverer than she actually is but i don't think she's stupid and i think because the lannisters have always been working from this position of power pretty much ultimate power Mm -hmm. that's just she's getting weighed down by her own hubris she doesn't quite get that 
your house doesn't hold that kind of sway anymore. Well, because you've got, um, you know, you've got the Iron Bank, which she basically just told to go fuck off. Right. And the Iron Bank has always maintained, oh, no. No, no. We're going to get our money. Right. And, you know, I think they... This could go one of two ways because they they kind of played it up, you know, they supported uh, Stannis, mm-hmm. gave him fu- his funds, which failed. Right, because they thought they'd get their money back. Right, but I don't see the Iron Bank just saying, oh. we failed once. No, 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 no. No, we're, we're getting our fucking money mm-hmm. because it's a matter of principle. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if they have to invest tons of money, they'll do it. Right. Um, so I... Which is outstanding. Yeah, so I think... <laughs> Uh, I don't we think want the, them five dollars. Spend a million to get it back. I don't think it'll play a big part, but I think you will see an army from the Iron Bank, or funded in some way from the Iron Bank, will show up uh, in King's Landing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they could even throw their weight behind Danny. They could. Yeah, there's a lot of things, a lot of things that could happen, but they're. I I don't I don't want to ignore them quite yet. No 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 no. no. Um. But yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. I'm interested in what kind of decision making they go through with Cersei, especially as the fight starts moving further and further south. Um, because there's a there's a line in the trailers where Jon Snow is like, you know, we all used to fight our common enemy together, and well, I think the theory is because there's supposed to be a lot of the spoilers in the onset reports have been saying that there's going to be this uh, giant meeting of all of the characters right. at some point during this season. And that might be when John is like, or they're parlaying, he's just like, listen, I don't give a shit about, like, whatever, like, this fucking, like, we need to take care of this or we're all fucked. See, but I don't, I see Cersei as just... Cersei's not going to give a shit. No. I see Danny more being like, we need to... Right, so I kind of see, I, I kind of see their attempts to get Cersei on board failing, and then they have to fight Cersei so that she can't foil them in the bigger war. Right, or that might even be the turning point for Jamie. It could be. I mean, if Jon Snow rides in and he's just like, look, I don't I don't want the Iron Throne. I never did. It's more about surviving at right. this point. Because this is happening, you know. Well, we know... Well, at this point, Danny is oblivious to... She doesn't know about any of What's going on in the North. Right. Um, and you see in the trailers um, what appears to be the Unsullied infiltrating Casterly Rock. And... The kind of theory I've seen kind of floating around is that they're going to go and burn Casterly Rock to the ground. And that's what you see Jamie in that fiery scene. So uh, that could, you know, where that goes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And it all kind of comes back around to who kills Cersei. See, my heart says Jamie, But show Jamie, I just don't know how he gets there. Right. Because book Jamie, it's like, oh, yeah, he's going to gank the shit out of her. But they've done, like, yeah, show Jamie is just still so devoted to her. And that doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, we don't know where he stands right now. Well, right. Because yeah, so he, the look on his face when he walks into the throne room. It's kind of like, oh, shit. And, and, you know, when he gets the details about what happened, how is that going to influence him? Mm-hmm. Because... In the book, you know, he kind of come. He gets to King's, or I can't remember exactly what went down, but he finds out that Cersei's been uh, taken to right, and he the like Sap she and, writes him asking him to be her champion, and he he's like, the letter? "Fuck right, you!" He's like, "I'm done." So you know, in the book, they make the grasp of Jamie is done with her. Will they make the same jump in the show? So, because it, it all comes back to what It's just a thought, Erica. Here came a thought. Um, so, they're still talking about the possibility of Cersei having to answer to the faith. Yes. Right? So, 
you could still have a situation where, <clears throat> and I don't know when or how it would be, but it could be at that big parlay scene mm-hmm. where you have all of the influencers and everybody of import there. Right. Where it's like, well, no, you still have to answer for your crime. You, like, you know, you want trial by combat, fine. And she's like, oh, well, I want Jamie to fight for me. And he could be like, nope. You know, after all of this, like, the White Walker stuff is talked about, like, no, that's not. So instead she goes, okay, Mountain, you're up. It's like, oh, who? Who will step forward to fight for the faith? And it's the hop. And we get Club Gangball. And it's outstanding. It, it, that's not as bad as some people being like, there's that shot from, I want to say it's the second trailer, where there's a male figure who's illuminated from the back by the sun drawing a sword. And they're like, oh, that's the Hound. And that's during Club Gangball. And it's like, guys, how do we know that? Right. Like, I'm all there for you. I'm right there for you. But... I don't think we know enough yet. I I think I think Club Game Bowl definitely happens in the show. I could see George R. R. Martin not doing it in the book. Well, it's just in the showrunner, they know what the you know they know what the people want to see, right? And you know, unless it was, unless it's something that's, you know, counter to what you need to happen, mm-hmm. it's like okay, go for it. Right? Why not? Yeah. Let's just do it. Ooh. Um, so, I mean, it might not even be in regards to that. They may just see each other at that parlay and be like, yep, it's go time. Right. So. Well, and last thing on King's Landing before we head elsewhere, um, is there, there, you know, was that vision of the Iron Throw being snowed on? No, right, exactly. That could have several different meanings. It could be Jon Snow right. sits on the Iron Throne. It could be that it just, King's Landing gets fucking wrecked by dragons. and It's a very literal. It's just gets overtaken, or King's Landing is destroyed and gets overtaken by, you know, winter, which I think would be interesting. But That's kind of what I would like to see, is I see, you know, King's Landing as, you know, kind of this... It is the definition of this corrupt world where pretty much everything's horrible. Right, right. So you could definitely see it being destroyed so that we can create something new. Right. I think a big theme of the show is the next generation being like, our forefathers really fucked shit up, so now we have to fix it. Fix things. Right. Um, So that's King's Landing. Where would you like to jump next? Oi. Yeah, we can talk about Danny. Yeah, let's talk about Danny. Because we did see in that second trailer they released, there's a lot of her in Dragonstone. Yes. With the big uh, table of the Seven Kingdoms and well, you that s- bitch in throne. And- yeah. You see her in Dragonstone. You see the Unsullied, um, presumably in Casterly Rock, but could not be. Um, if that's the case... Um, at some point, they have to get to Casterly Rock. So, are they sailing around, or are they crossing by land? I think the the Unsullied and the um, uh, Dothraki would be more comfortable on the land, personally. Right. So. Or, do they end up going to Casterly Rock first, and then over to Dragonstone? See? No, I think they... Personally, I think they're heading for Dragonstone. Set up a base of operations. Because Danny knows about Dragonstone. That's I believe that's where she was born. Right. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Or she was born, like, during the storm... I forget exactly, storm. but... Right. She's aware of Dragonstone. Yeah. She knows that's, like, the ancestral seat of her family. Right. So I think that's kind of going to be the base of operations as they... Do you think we see any shenanigans en route to Dragonstone, or do you think it just opens with them being there? Because one of the things I originally had thought might happen is that they end up having to stop in Valyria for some reason. 
and that something there would be some sort of knowledge gain there. Uh, I but know. I don't see that happening. Yeah, now. I don't think with so. this short of a timeline. No, I think they just. I don't know if the first shots we'll have of Danny are of her making landing, where they show her like touching the sand and stuff like that. Um, because I can't imagine a lot of the stuff from those trailers is from very deep in the season. No, probably not. I mean, maybe one or two, but I think for the most part, that's just very early, very early in the season. Right. Uh, right. So then we expect her to land at Dragonstone. She'll have Varys and Tyrion. Well, and there's also, I mean, she's got her dragons. So, and she's riding on, she rides Drogon, right? Right. So you have the other two. We get riders for those dragons? Because there is a theory floating around that Tyrion is actually like a secret Targaryen. Right. So. That would be interesting. Well, and then he had that speech to the dragons, remember? From last season? That was amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. And it'd be... Well, and he's always talked about how he's always been fascinated by the dragons and he's felt some sort of connection to them. So it's one of the more plausible... To not have that play out in some way, I think, would be... Weird. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, they didn't burn him to a crisp when he went down there. No. And... He did. He caked up. Yes. So, uh, yeah, no... Well, it will be interesting to see the reaction of both Cersei and Jaime when they find out that Tyrion is indeed still alive. Yeah. You get that line in the trailer from Cersei, how they're the last Lannisters, at least the last ones who count. So. Right. She's such a bitch, and I love her. Um, But yeah, so you've got... Uh, I mean, if anything, I could see maybe Euron attacking... As they... As a possibility. Yeah, but... I don't know. I think the first shots we get of Danny are going to be of her kind of landing at Dragonstone. Makes sense. So, where would you like to jump next? Shall we go to the north? Sure. I mean, that's kind of where all the action is now, right? Well, that's where the vast majority of the cast is. Right, but I mean, you've got the White Walkers and that... Becoming much, much more pressing. And then we've got the theory that the wall could be coming down. Right. Because there's, you know, throughout at least the book, I can't remember how much it's talked about in the show, there's a theory of this horn. If you blow this horn, it could actually bring the wall down. Right. Um, I don't know that they talk about that in the show at all. I don't know. Well, and in the books, Euron had actually found the horn. Claimed to have found the horn. Claimed to have found the horn. And you knew, the only thing you knew was that he had someone blow it, and then that person died. So. Well, there is also another theory floating around out there that um, somehow one of the dragons falls north of the wall and is resurrected and becomes the. Ice dragon? Mount. For, I'm sure you've heard, you've heard some of our friends talking about this. But if you have a dragon, then, in theory, that dragon could burn the shit out of that wall. Right. I just don't see how the wall stays up. No, the wall almost assuredly Because that's just such a status quo decimation that I don't see how it doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it definitely comes down. How it comes down is, I think, the bigger question. Because mm-hmm. um, there, there was someone who, if they crossed it, it, it would fall, or I don't remember. Well, we've got Bran with the weird mark from the Night's King. Right. And if he, the, the idea is that if he crosses the wall, that the, the wall will lose its magic. I believe that was the theory, yes. So because, we, because it's not just a gigantic wall. There's no, it's also magical. It's a magical wall, yes. Right. So we'll see. Because in theory, the White Walkers could just climb over it. Right. I mean, we've seen them do all kinds of weird like acrobatics and shit. And 
Well, and then that brings us to Littlefinger. Yes. Who I personally believe will be killed by Sansa after she says what I said at the beginning of this episode. What I think is interesting about Sansa is Littlefinger is very clearly trying to build distrust between her and John mm-hmm. and to cause friction because ultimately Littlefinger wants He wants to crown. sit on the Iron Throne, right? Right. Now the question is does his influence is his influence enough to get her to betray John once and then she realizes it? Or does she nip that in the bud and just See, I think that like when the snow fall and the white winds blow, the lone wolf dies, but the pack survives. To me, that indicates a coming together of the Starks. Right. Maybe it'll take her a minute to kind of realize that no, I need to be with, I need to stand strong with my family and kill the shit out of this guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I I don't see Littlefinger lasting much longer. Or even be John that killed them. There is that brief uh, shot of them in the crypts at Winterfell. Tangentially, do you think Varys survives this season? I think Varys makes it till the end. You think so? Yeah, I do. Because I think that he he's always operated under I'm doing what's best for the realm, not what's best for me. Right. And I think that he kind of. Varys is a survivor. I think Varys will be okay. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. He's also a teleporter. I mean, they're all teleporters at this point. <laughs> but it, it is interesting because they've, you know, both Littlefinger and Varys, you know, they kind of operate, they have similar methods uh, for getting, you know, information, mm-hmm. doing things. Um, but it is that selflessness of Varys. Um, and his patience. Right. Cut to Captain America talking about patience. <laughs> no, but I mean, he's, I mean, it's fairly obvious that he's a Targaryen loyalist, but. Right. So he's been biding his time for. Varys has just been, you know, he says, oh, I, you know, I'm looking out for the good of the realm, but his personal motivations have always been kind of unclear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, well, what, what's the payoff for him? Um, and hopefully we see that sooner than later. I mean, it could just be that he's somebody that doesn't want all of this discord and insanity. Yeah. You know? He saw what, like, the Mad King did, and though he is a Targaryen loyalist, I think it was... He may have seen uh, Rhaegar... As like no, this guy is, this is true like kingly material. We just need this fucking crazy dude to die. But then Robert's rebellion happened. Fucking so. Robert. Fucking Robert. Oh. He was delightful. Uh, so, you know, you've got John who's trying to raise the army. Well, and I think that's John's just like. That's all he cares about. He's not interested in ruling. He's not interested in... He's not interested in anything other than surviving. Because he's seen what the White Walkers can do. Right. And he knows that if they can't defeat them, that they are... He's fucked. Right. Uh, no, John is uh, he's very pure in that regard. Um... You know, it does leave him vulnerable. Well, and here's the other thing, though. Does he find out the season who his true parentage is? Right. I mean, we've seen Bran in, like, a wheelchair. Yeah. So we're assuming, you know, he either gets back to the... Gets to the wall or gets to Winterfell. Right. I just think that the by the end of the season, all the Stark, the surviving Starks will be together. I agree. Hopefully Bran will be more interesting. No can-do slurs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it still really bothers me that this fifth season of this show did so much fucking heel spin and didn't 
you know, just they just completely punted on his character that season where it was like all you needed was a scene or two. They should have made the decision earlier than they did to go their own way. Is what it comes down to. Yeah, that's very true. They shouldn't have waited because he should have known. Yeah. We're still years away from that book. And we will never, ever see the last book. No. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> and then Area, I think. I, like I said, I do believe that we'll see the Starks all together by the end of the season. But, I mean, what does she do in the interim? Murder. I mean, she's going to murder the shit out of some folks, but... Who's left on our list? I think we tried to talk about this the last episode, and we, uh, Cersei, definitely. Yep. Uh, she took the Hound off of her list. That might just be the, oh no, she took him off when she was with him too, I thought. Because she kind of came to like him toward the end. A little bit. Not enough to mercy kill him, but right. it's good for all of us. Um, I don't know, actually. I'm not really sure. I don't think she kills Cersei, though. I do think it's either going to be Tyrion or it's going to be... Yeah. Unless the translation was incorrect and it's little sister. Instead of little brother. Which I guess is possible. Could be. It is. And it would be nice to see her... Because she's killed a few people on the list. But they've been relatively like... (laughs) Right. It'd be nice to see her get that kind of retribution... Because it really is Cersei who kind of kicked off all the bullshit against her family. Right. So. And the Starks need to get a little bit. They need to come up. Of some. vengeance. Just just a little bit. Not a ton, yeah. but a little bit. Well, and it's going to be interesting to see who sits on the throne at the end. I don't think anybody's sitting on the throne at the end. I think everyone's just dead. No, I think at the end of the season, it's going to be so just chaotic with the White Walkers. Well, I don't think anyone sits on the throne at the end of this season. Oh, you're saying at the end of everything. Right. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. No clue. Because part of me thinks that they might just go back to Seven Kingdoms. And just, you rule here, you rule here, we'll just do our territories and we'll... Right. Yeah. Well, and the other question would be, you know, once you defeat the White Walkers this time, um, will you know for sure that they are defeated and they are no longer a threat ever? Or do you need to set up the Night's Watch again or maintain it? Well, or is it just because of the Night's King that they've become so strong and powerful and, you know, like what's kind of their nature, you know? Right. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. But who do you, like, who isn't, like, we'll, we'll write this down now, our predictions. Who, for you, is definitely dying? This season. This season. Who doesn't survive season seven? Cersei. I'd agree with you there. I think Littlefinger's dead this season, too. I think I agree with you on that. I don't think we lose another Stark. I think we've lost all the Starks we're going to lose. I agree. I think we lose... What's his name? The guy who's the uh, captain of the Unsullied. Oh, Grey Worm? I think we lose Grey Worm. And I think part of that is... Danny is going to lose some of her contingent. And oh, people that are close to her. Right, have to. Right. You think he's the He's probably... Logical? Right. Because I think Tyrion you need next season. Tyrion, in here, this is the death list. Survives. Tyrion survives. Yes. Tyrion's going to make it the whole way. Yeah. Personally. I, I genuinely, honestly believe that. Mm-hmm. Big question mark? Jamie Lannister. Well, does he die doing something heroic? Does he kill Cersei and kill himself? I don't know. His character is just so, like, weird because it's all over the map. Yeah. You know. So you could see if he's, like, brought before Danny. I mean, Tyrion, like, still loves Jamie. Right. I don't think he would let her kill him. I think 
I think Jamie dies in battle. Yeah. If anything. Um, I think he makes it to next season, though. You think so? Yeah. Well, it would be interesting if... Well, I don't know. I think if he ends up being the last remaining Lannister, I don't know that he could bring himself to fight alongside the people who destroyed the Lannister family. Well, I mean... And that's that's making a couple of logical assumptions. People who destroy... Well, I mean, Oleana killed uh, Joffrey. I also appreciated the show being very just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, she I did that. She murdered the shit out of him. Dorne killed uh, Mycela. Mycela, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. Tommen just bloop. Um, I don't know. I think Jamie's kind of a wild card. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we should cover. Uh, I think the, um, the mountain dies this season. Yeah. One way or the other. Well, I do think that there has to be everyone who is in opposition to the war, the actual war against the White Walkers, has to be gone by the end of this season. Right. So I don't see Cersei being on board with that. She doesn't really give a shit. Buy into that crap. Um, yeah. So anybody who would stand in opposition to that has to be kind of removed. Can we make a quick analogy? Sure. Between Game of Thrones and the real world. The show, the real world. No, no. Oh, okay. No, just this. Hellscape that we yes, live yes. in. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, so the White Walkers are climate change. And the North and its allies are... Al Gore. Everyone except the United States and King's Landing is the United States. Yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> Politics. Eh. Lots of that on the cast today. Yeah, yeah, but I just don't see Cersei. Surviving. I can't. I can't see her getting past this season. And I definitely, definitely don't see Danny ever sitting on the Iron Throne. I agree with that. Because that's a little too obvious. I think. Well, it's too obvious, and it, it it doesn't make sense in the world they've built. You know, and the, you know they've made. A lot of illusions throughout the seasons of how, you know, how could Danny rule a world she doesn't know? And she's never, she still hasn't really learned how to rule. She never learned how to rule in Marine. No, I think a lot of it, though, is her learning what not to do. Right. And what I think would actually be a really interesting kind of way to end it is she doesn't want to. You know, that would be that she would... might just kind of be like, maybe this just isn't for me. Maybe they'll set up a parliament, and Varys will be the prime minister. I just think that they go back to the Seven Kingdoms. I genuinely think that that's a distinct possibility. All right. So, anything else? Is there anything on our list? Anyone we didn't touch on? Uh, Theon. Well, Theon and Yara are with Danny. And well, I they're mean, heading to Danny. They're trying to meet up with Danny. I thought they were with her. I didn't think they actually. No, because after they ran away from Pike, right? They got to Danny. I thought. I didn't think they did. That was some of the ships that she was with. I thought. Were they? Yeah, Yara and Theon arrive and pledge allegiance to Daenerys after Euron kills their father, and usurps leadership uh, of the Iron Islands. Yeah, I just forgot that. I guess. Yeah, because there's definitely a scene where they're pledging, yeah, where they're at her throne. Yeah. Uh, Jorah. We haven't talked about Jorah. Ah, yes. So I saw something interesting on the interwebs uh, the other day. Do you remember the woman who was, like, kind of all covered in red? and Yes. That they did, like, explain nothing, nothing about? With, do we think that she also has grayscale? Yes. That is the theory. And that uh, Jorah 
we'll go to her. Meets up with her, and we figure out a way to... Yeah. Well, because the grayscale, it, like, turns you mad, doesn't it? Part of it, yeah. Does that have any kind of tie-in to, like, the White Walkers at all? Don't know. Okay. But it it's certainly something that's an interesting possibility because, you know, there are these, you know, throughout this world, there, you know, kind of these magical elements and that all kind of seem to tie together in yeah. some way, shape, or form. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all if, you know, Grayscale ended up being... It's related to them in some way. Right, right, right. Just because I think that most of the stuff we're going to discover this this season, it does need to tie into the overall... Right, there's no time for expanding the world. Right, we can't really be uh, faffing about anymore. We're pedal down, right. throttle up, charging toward that finish line. Right. But, you know, there's no way we don't see something else about Jorah. Well, I think there's that shot in the in the trailer where it looks like it's an arm reaching through a doorway that's all grayscaly. Yeah. So, yeah. So we'll see? Yeah, we will see. Anything else? No, I think that's going to do it. I mean, I'm sure we forgot something, but we'll uh we'll cover it when the show starts next next week. I'm jacked. So, until then, this was uh Bob and Erica for Beyond the Red Waste and we will see you for our Continuing regular Game of Thrones coverage starting next Sunday. Yeah. Uh, please check out some of the other podcasts we have on the network. We've got After the Movie. We've got a couple uh, episodes in the hopper for that. That will hopefully be coming out uh, either when this uh, lands or shortly thereafter. We also have a uh, real-time play uh, D&D cast on the network now called uh, Improvised Weapons by some friends of ours from uh, Vermont. Uh, so yes, go check those out. They're uh, fairly entertaining, I would say. I'm a little biased, but, you know, whatever. Take the recommendation. And we will see you next week. Cheers.